You are listening to the Repeat Digital Podcast, and the Repeat Digital team talks all about online marketing. Sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Repeat Digital Podcast with me, Ollie. And me, Cam. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about us, then please check out our website at repeatdigital.com. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about if Google has a bad rep or not. And I believe Cam has had a recent networking experience with a doubter. Okay, yeah, so I think as digital marketers, uh, we understand the value of Google ads and PPC, but there's a lot of businesses out there who, still, who are still reluctant and unsure whether they are getting the true value from Google. Uh, recently at a networking event, I met an accountant who asked what I did for a living, and I said PPC. Well, anyways, uh, we started talking about Google ads, and her opinions on Google was that she felt like she was wasting a lot of money on there. Um, and the thought of not being able to control the budget and spend really, really scared her. So today we're just going to ask, does Google deserve the bad rep and should it begin? Should it, should it be so scary for businesses? So some of the reasons why Google may have a bad rep is because there's a lack of understanding, there's bad experiences with previous agencies, uh, there's also reliance on traditional uh, marketing, and there's also the... Some businesses may focus on other digital channels, such as social or search engine optimization. So the first one we're going to talk about is uh, lack of understanding. Uh, people, businesses out there who are unsure about what, what they're doing, maybe they might want to do it themselves, uh, they're not entirely sure how to use Google outside the platform itself. Or do, you, do you know any examples of uh, any businesses that don't do it quite right the first time? Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got a few, but there's one that always stands out to me, and it's to do with cheese, um, Parmesan cheese to be specific. Um, so basically, it was a luxury car leasing company, and they wanted, they were picking their keywords, and they wanted keywords that were sort of luxury keywords. Um, so the keyword really should have been sort of like luxury car leasing or I think Mercedes, like A class leasing or something like that. But for some reason, they chose Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> and the reason being is because they thought it was a, a luxury product, and they thought if these people were searching for Parmesan cheese, they'd be interested in leasing a car. That's a luxury car. But it doesn't work like that because the relevance is just not there, and the quality score would tank, and, yeah, I don't even think they got any impressions. And if they did... I think they'd be paying over the odds for clicks. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a really good example of PPC not going right. So what what can they do in terms of like how make sure that they they're going right, uh, that they are getting the right support? Because that's 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 a way of wasting money with Google. I mean, people want to be making money with Google rather than wasting spending with Google. But there's lots of stuff out there that can help businesses learn more and be better. Yeah, yeah. I've. I absolutely love um, the Academy for Ads, which is Google Ads, like sort of online training. Um, there's quite a few exams you can take to get certifications in sort of like search, display, shopping, and YouTube video ads. Um, and you really learn a lot from it. It's quite interactive. So if you're a marketer that hasn't got too much experience in Google Ads, I would definitely recommend signing up for that and completing all of the certifications. Um, and then they also have amazing help forums. Um, so if you ever get stuck on anything, you can kind of go into the, the the help forums and search your problem. And hopefully other people have had that problem before and then you can resolve your issue. 
Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah, there's the phone support, um, which it's a little bit it's a little bit hit and miss sometimes. Um, they they ring you up from a call center. I don't think it's actually Google. I think it's some a company outsourced by okay. Google. Um, yeah, and they don't when they offer advice. They don't really. It's just blanket advice. They don't really know your business um, unless you sort of tell them. Um, so it's not always the, the the most handy handy thing to happen. Um, but you can get some sort of blanket advice that you can apply to your clients, and it, it can work out well. But yeah, most of the time it's not not great. Yeah, that's some really good points there. And of course, for a lot of uh, businesses, they like to use agencies to help them help them out and do the PPC for them. However, we do know quite a few businesses who have had really bad experiences with agencies in the past. Um, Ollie, can you tell us like some examples of like why agencies may have had a problem with you know businesses before? Yeah, yeah, well, quite a lot of our clients come from other agencies after we've completed an audit on their accounts, um, and I think the majority of the time it's an agency that doesn't really specialise in Google Ads, um, and sort of they they have their own specialised service. Maybe it's like graphic design or web development, and they sort of think like, what? How could we upsell our clients and make more money? And then an obvious answer is sort of like. Um, Google Ads um, and then the clients are kind of happy with them already so then they say yeah let's let's go for it but then when they don't have that much experience in it it's they don't get the best results um, and then that's kind of where the issue lies and then we go in and we kind of use our expertise knowledge um, to point out things that should should be done in a different way um, and to get better results and reduce ways to spend exactly um, I think that's a really good point there with agencies helping out at the businesses. But businesses also rely a lot on other channels of marketing as well. So when they see, when they've had really bad experience with Google, or they're, they're quite hesitant to use Google advertising, they may also uh, go back to their traditional means of advertising, such as newspaper advertising, magazine advertising, Television advertising, radio advertising, advertising. Um, according to Small Biz Trends uh, Online, only 66% of businesses advertise online. And of those who do, it's, it's mainly focused on the social and display, and paid search is third. Uh, I think there's, there, there is a quite a. This, traditional advertising has been around for a while, uh, especially, um, and especially amongst well-established businesses, uh, they like to use traditional marketing and they can still get, um, they can still get, you know, a really good return ad spend sometimes, but they can also get um, the message ac across to, you know, various people across different channels. Um, but what are some of these sort of negative impacts of like traditional marketing? Um, I think, obviously, the fact that it's not that trackable, yeah, it's, it's very difficult to track. Um, as opposed to sort of online channels where you've sort of got all this website tracking like Google Analytics um, you can track phone calls you can just track anything so if they submit an inquiry form then you can track that You can and you can see where it's come from so in Google Ads you can see like literally what they searched for that led to that inquiry whereas for this for um, sort of traditional means like in magazines you just don't really know you don't know they came from there. 
Um, I'm not knocking it because we got one of our biggest clients from um, a local magazine. Yeah. Um, that wasn't paid for. That was just um, a press release. So it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, that's a good way of like how marketers are you know, thinking about different channels. But there's other channels as well in digital um, in the digital aspect. People may not be focusing on paid search. They may have other uh, channel online channels that might be focusing on. For example, search engine optimization or social. If you have, I think, in my opinion, if you're in a quite a very niche industry where there might not be quite a high search volume for your keywords, you might find social is better for you. You might find that you know SEO is doing really well for you, and those businesses don't tend to, you know want to go to pay paid paid advertising straight away or they may not know what which is you know which keywords they need they need to um focus on uh, according to search um but so that's just a battle with seo um i think also doing some research according to search engine land uh, that shows that there's a significant drop in click-through rate for organic organic results and in the uss in the US, for example, it has dropped from 40% to 29.7% uh, over the last year. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Um, I think that's probably why people get annoyed, annoyed with Google, because obviously it's the same with Facebook, but they're limiting organic reach because they want to make more money, which is fair enough, is what everyone else would do if they're running yeah. that business. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but there are some really good, even though Google Ads is you know, getting all the money and lots of people click on the ads, but there are some really, you can get some really good sort of um, ideas and interests with Google, with Google Ads. For example, the Google Keyword Planner, it helps you like discover new keywords, help you, you know, identify new ones. And also, an advantage that you have with Google Ads, like I don't think you have with many other, um, channels out there is that you can actually bid on your competitor brand names and brand terms so if you are in a niche sort of environment and there's already a big big player it's a really good way of driving traffic to your website that's quite relevant and it's really hard to do that on the seo's point of scale as well hmm. yeah um i think also i was thinking um with ppc with google ads it's really easy you, you you've got a great chance of getting cl tr clicks and traffic to your site straight away. First, if you're a new website, you get a good chance of get getting clicks to your site, uh, being on the first page of results on the, on the first day. While with SEO, it can take weeks, days, months even, to sort of you know, get the relevant traffic and come into your site. Hmm. Um, but I think, there's, there's, I think we've wrapped I think there's quite a few good points and bad points there about Google Ads. Have you got anything else to say, Oli? My point is, Google is one of the biggest companies in the world based on how much money they made from their their Google Ads platform, their Google Ads advertising. Um, it obviously works, or Google wouldn't be this massive company, would they? Yeah. So, yeah, and Facebook makes the majority of their revenue from, from advertising as well, so it's like, they work. Yeah, I think Google has got its bad rights. I mean, people are, you know, people are, who may not have the understanding of Google Ads, they may waste money on Google. They may, you know, they will put in the wrong keywords. But, but ultimately, Google's there as an enabler for entrepreneurs, for businesses, for small businesses even, to 
really compete against other businesses out there and to really make, to really get traffic and relevant traffic to the site. And it's about, you know, using the right tactics, right strategies, and, you know, just do it. And if, you, if you're doing a good digital campaign, you should be getting the results uh, that, you, that, that you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. So I think also as an agency, as an agency owner yourself, Oli, how do you think, you know, agencies should offset the bad rep that Google has? Um, I think one of the most important things to do is really, really research your client and what they're looking to achieve and sort of what area they're in. So when you're looking at sort of what keywords you're going to research using the keyword planner to get sort of the cost per clicks and the demand in sort of the geolocations, you want it to be as far as possible. So then you know, you have a really good chance of knowing if it's going to work for that client. So it's not always going to work for every client. And you don't want to take those clients on that's it's not going to work for. Because if you do, and it doesn't work, like you thought it might not work, then you're going to get a bad reputation yourself. So yeah. it's not just Google that's going to get the bad rep, it's the agency as well. No, definitely. Also, managing expectations as well. Just sort of, in your initial client meeting, you should really talk about what you want as a result of the campaign, what you expect to achieve. And also... I think another thing with Google Ads, you can also identify your USPs as well. That's a rest really important when it comes to make sure you got relevant ad copy, make sure you got relevant extensions and stuff as well. So you're just making utilizing as much of Google Ads features as you can. Um, I think another point we've got here is talking about just educating the client as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of the problems we see at bigger agencies are. They, they just have salespeople sort of selling to the prospects. Um, and salespeople don't always know, have the most knowledge on the actual Google Ads platform. Um, and then they can obviously sort of over, over anticipate how many inquiries they're going to be generating and over, over sell. Because um, they just want to get that sale over the line probably to get their commission, I guess. Um, and that's, that's always a, a big negative for me. I think sales... Sales aren't always the way to go. I think it's about educating the prospect through sort of your own content, sort of through social posts like podcasts and like little yeah. tip videos. Um, and then educating them in the actual prospect meeting by maybe bringing an account manager along. Because um, they're going to be the ones at the end of the day running the account. Yeah. Um, and the salesperson's not running the account. So meeting the actual account manager is going to work wonders for you for the relationship. Yeah, I think as an account manager myself, if I'm in the client meeting to begin with, um, it's better rather than a salesperson relaying the information to me. I can ask all the relevant questions I need to. For example, you know, what is their bestseller? What's their USP? What kind of message do I, do, should, should I be using? Um, and just all the sort of questions I have because it could be endless. Yeah. Um, are there any other things that, like, such as, or anything that a company can do to make sure that a company does it, you know, um, is okay to join in the first place. Yeah, yeah. There's something that we do that's it's not. I think it's getting more common. I feel, uh, but it's having like thirty day rolling contracts. Okay. Um, so a lot of the traditional agencies sort of do six to twelve month contracts, which is a, a very long time. 
Um, and it's, it doesn't always work out. So if, if it doesn't work out after like three months and then you're saying keeping the client locked into this contract, they're going to be very unhappy and it's just going to be a, an absolute toxic environment. Um, and also if you have the 30-day running contract, it, it just kind of shows that you've got a belief in your own abilities. Because if you don't deliver the goods, you know they might leave. So you kind of have to deliver the goods every single month. I mean, that's a really big thing for me because it incentivizes the team and it gives sort of like empowerment to the account manager to want to do a really amazing job. Um, and I just think it, it just makes it easier for the client to trust us and want to get on board yeah. and it's just less barriers to entry and it works really well. Yeah, I think, I think doing all these things will help, you know, businesses be a bit more open to Google Ads, you know, make sure that they're not always a bad person or they're, they're made out to be. They do make it hard. They do put. They do sometimes. In, in well, we do see you know cost per click increase, increase over, over the years. But they're there to enable us as business people, as entrepreneurs. But they're there to also you know get get their their revenue, their share as well. Well, I think that's everything. Thank you. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, thanks very much for listening. And hopefully, if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to the Repeat Digital Podcast and leave us a review because that will help us get into front of more more ears um yeah thanks very much yeah see ya keep being awesome we'll see you next time oh yeah bye <laughs>